0: Life Beats with Sally Musa, only on Pulse95.
1: Hello, and welcome to Life Beats with me, Sally Musa. When I was doing one of my first workouts postpartum in my little basement apartment, I was on this yoga mat I borrowed from my mom, and there's no music because I didn't own headphones, and my baby had just fallen asleep for a nap, and I was going to do this workout that I'd printed off, and I couldn't do it, and I couldn't do a single sit-up, and I couldn't do a push-up and i just sat there and i cried and i felt so far from who i was and also where i wanted to be and i didn't recognize my body how it felt how it looked i realized that the way that i was thinking about my body wasn't okay sitting there unable to do the physical things showed me i had to accept this is where i'm at physically right now but with that came the weight of oh wow this is where i'm at mentally and it's okay and i'm not ashamed but I'm
0: gonna change it. This is a story for anyone who has ever struggled to make a change. The woman you're about to meet is someone who went from debilitating postpartum anxiety to becoming one of the most influential fitness trainers in the world. Fitness powerhouse, Kelsey Wells, is about to get very real and emotional as she tells her story of hitting rock bottom and how exercise saved her and changed her from the inside out plus she talks her viral screw the scale moment and why we need to rethink what fitness is actually all about that's all coming up here on life beats on pulse 95 pulse 95 life beats with sally musa only on pulse 95 At the age of 30, Kelsey Wells became one of the most sought-after personal trainers to provide health, fitness, and motivational advice to women around the world, with her online community 2.7 million strong on Instagram alone. She rose to fame in 2016 after her inspiring Screw the Scale transformation photo went viral with a message for women to ignore the figure on the scale and focus on inner strength. Moving through her social media feed, it's full of posts of her working out, weight training and showing off a breathtaking sculpted physique, but that is by far not the most impressive thing about Kelsey. Her story is as extraordinary as it is familiar. Having struggled with anxiety all her life, it became particularly debilitating after she gave birth to her son Anderson five years ago. After her midwife suggested that she start exercising to beat anxiety, Kelsey was skeptical that it would help and started just to prove her wrong. Before she knew it, her whole world began to change from the inside out and a transformation emerged that was never about how she looked, but everything to do with how she felt. When Kelsey uncovered her strength, She inspired millions across the globe in the process to think about fitness differently. A huge advocate for weightlifting, she created Power, a revolutionary style of workout that encourages women to lift weights without intimidation. As she walks into the room for our interview at the Dubai Active Show, I'm struck by how warm and welcoming she is, instantly relaxed and easygoing. But she blew me away because I wasn't prepared for how honest, how raw and emotional she would get telling her story. This is for everyone who has ever struggled to make a change. You are now one of the biggest fitness sensations
1: on social media, which is amazing because this wasn't always your thing. It was not, (laughs) yeah. My journey pretty much began by, well, it did begin after the birth of my son, who's now five. So about five years ago, my life looked very different and when I say my life I'm talking about like my mindset and my relationship with myself and I had no knowledge of fitness or nutrition and I had so many adapted so many toxic mindsets and misconceptions and things that just weren't true and so fitness you know my fitness journey began postpartum I was struggling with postpartum anxiety quite severely and and didn't have a great relationship with myself. And exercise taught me and showed me, I guess I just discovered that fitness is about our health, not about aesthetics. And that blew my mind. Because all of us, especially women, when we think about fitness, we think about looking like
0: you quite frankly yeah but actually this is not where it started for you so talk to no, us about- it's not
1: where it started but that's just not what it's about right i mean it's yes your body will change if you exercise consistently and it's fine to have you know goals if they're healthy ones and gone about in healthy ways but fitness is not about how you look fitness is about your health. And when I say health, I mean mental, emotional, and physical health. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so when when I discovered that I could not only cope with my anxiety holistically through exercise, which for me was a miracle, and I also realized that you know, fitness was the tool that I used to empower myself and I discovered a sense of self-belief and self-confidence that I'd wanted my whole life. And, and fitness taught me that. You wanted you your know? whole life. That is incredible. Talk to us about your experience in pregnancy and in giving birth. Sure. Oh, my, <laughs> my pregnancy was rough. Um, I was completely sedentary. I was working full time as an interior designer and commuting an hour to and from work on the ends of that. I had all the things, you know, the, the morning sickness, the all, all the, you know, typical things, I guess all the stereotypes were very true for me and my delivery was horrific. I had an epidural that didn't work. And so I essentially had a natural labor without any medication or preparation for that. And it was a whole slew of things, but, but becoming a mother, I don't really think it transformed me. I think it helped me connect back to me you know what I'm saying? I think it was more about like, I think all women are incredibly strong and powerful. And my programming is designed to, yes, help you gain muscle and build strength. But I know what women may not know when they start out. And that's that every single time when you begin to take care of yourself and take care of your health and exercise, you will not just gain strength, but you will uncover strength. You'll start to see how strong you already are and always have been. And that is what's gonna change your life, not the physical changes. Because that confidence and that strength that builds from pushing past your fear of going into the gym or educating yourself and learning how to even just do a push up, it's like that's gonna translate into your relationships, your career. It's not about being passionate about exercising it's about being able to be the best you in whatever you are passionate about Mm. or even on a more base level understanding and accepting yourself right where you are so you can figure out what it is you are passionate about yeah yeah we got to take care of ourselves and that's what it comes down to oh that's huge that is like yeah that, that literally is everything that underpins yeah
0: Our entire experience, right? Yes. For you, for you, you know, you experienced anxiety. Mm -hmm. It was pretty serious. Talk to us about what that felt like and, you know, how you started then exercising (sighs) to remedy that.
1: Um, My anxiety postpartum was debilitating. Um, it's like uh, such a heaviness, you know, panic attacks. It was very daily. It was very, you know, like sitting under the kitchen table, not being able to function. And my hormones were not right. You know, it, it was, I still have anxiety. You know, I think lots of people do, most people do on a level and, and stress is certainly normal, but anxiety is unique and it's not super widely talked about but I think it's so prevalent and it's nothing to be ashamed of or embarrassed about and I speak so openly about my experiences because if I look at my life I had childhood anxiety which I dealt with differently at the time and then and then it kind of came back with my freshman year of college it was really quite severe and I you know went I went with some medications and I kind of took that route to kind of help myself then and and then you know I kind of was okay and then postpartum it just was like a whole new thing and I kind of expected some baby blues and then around six weeks my hormones weren't evening out or getting better it was it was getting worse and my doctors you know you go to your postpartum checkups and they're like you're not okay and I knew I wasn't okay and so it's like what can we do and I was like what can I do and my midwife actually was like do you exercise and I was like no and she's like well that could help and I was so f- skeptical <laughs> to say the least but I was kind of flipping I was like oh sorry this is a real problem taking walks isn't going to fix it Coming up, Kelsey talks about that powerful moment
0: where she reached rock bottom and decided that she was going to make a change. That's next. You're listening to Pulse 95. Life Beats with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. Welcome back to Life Beats on my interview with fitness superstar Kelsey Wells. Here she talks about what self-love really means. And she tells the story of hitting rock bottom
1: and how she decided to make a change. My midwife actually was like, do you exercise? And I was like, no. And she's like, well, that could help. And I was so f- skeptical <laughs> to say the least, but I was kind of flippant. I was like, oh, sorry, this is a real problem. Taking walks isn't gonna fix it. But but it was crazy because I did, I committed to her. I'm like, sure, sure thing. I'll exercise regularly. I'll see you in a couple of weeks when it doesn't work, you know, but it within weeks I started to I wasn't magically healed but I was able to cope I was able to get through the days I was able to take care of my beautiful baby and start to enjoy some of the love and the magic and the incredible sides of new motherhood that I I was like numb to at the time right and I was able to start to feel like myself a little bit and then it was like started to have my energy levels started to come up. I started to have some positivity. And then it was just like, not only is this helping me get through my anxiety, but whoa, like it was the whole thing, you know, that we talked about, just that it set me on the path to empowerment. And empowerment starts with just a very raw acceptance of exactly where you are. And I think fitness When I was doing one of my first workouts postpartum in my little basement apartment, I was on this yoga mat I borrowed from my mom and there's no music because I didn't own headphones and my baby had just fallen asleep for a nap and I was gonna do this workout that I'd printed off and I couldn't do it and I couldn't do a single sit-up and I couldn't do a push-up and I just sat there and I cried and I felt so far from who I was and also where I wanted to be and I didn't recognize my body, how it felt, how it looked. And unfortunately, I, I, I realized that the way that I was thinking about my body wasn't okay. And I think sitting there unable to do the physical things showed me, I, ha- I had to accept that. I had to accept this is where I'm at physically right now. But with that came the weight of, oh wow, this is where I'm at mentally and it's okay. And I'm not ashamed but I'm gonna change it and I remember literally in that moment I, I looked at that workout and I thought one day I'm gonna do this full thing and I'm not gonna stop and I'm gonna be able to do it and I didn't care how long it was gonna take and I did what I could that day until my baby started crying 15 minutes later and then the next day I did a little bit more and it's and it was the same thing with my mindset. I can't live always putting myself down and comparing myself to others because my son, if my sister or my mom or my son did that to themselves, I'd be heartbroken. And I can't expect him or the people that I love to love themselves if I can't even, you know, do that. So again, it wasn't it's not a flip of a switch. It's not like, okay, cool. I'm going to be positive now. I'm going to love myself now. Sweet. Got it. I understand. It's like, no, I understand. And now I'm going to work. And, and you do. And I think living with gratitude and self love, it's not, it's not being naive. It's doing the work. And it's the next time I put myself down, I caught myself and my husband was so amazing with this. He would be like, if I ever said something negative, he'd be like, okay, three positive things. Positive things about yourself. And it's like those little things, it sounds cheesy, but you have to start there. And when you look at a photo of yourself, don't just start tearing yourself apart. You know, it's we we need to practice the mindset shifts, we need to do the push-ups, you need to gain this strength and cultivate the mindset. And fitness was like it just can and should be used as a tool for self-empowerment. And that's what that first very private and personal year of my journey taught me. And that's why I became a fitness professional because I just want the whole world, especially every woman to understand this because everyone deserves, has the right to love themselves. But we also have the responsibility to cultivate that self-love because it's on you. Everything you've just shared is unbelievable and and when when you shared
0: that I think you speak for millions of women who are going through that experience and are going through it without telling anyone because yeah. they're afraid of looking weak they're afraid of looking weak in front of their families in front of their children Yeah, I get it. How was that oftentimes the hardest thing can be just to start yeah just to start and then the momentum
1: starts after that doesn't it it does yeah and that's the coolest part it's like once you it's like a beautiful self-love cycle that's how i refer to it it's like okay so i'm gonna make myself exercise because my doctor said so but then the more you exercise and take care of your body the more you start to understand and believe that it's worth taking care of and then you want to care for yourself because then you're then you're grateful for your body, and so then you do it more, and then you want to more. It's just like the cycle of positivity is just as um, weighted and real as the cycle of self depreciation and negativity. Yeah, it's like which one are we going to fuel? Exactly. And and this is the thing, you know,
0: you started off doing that. Do do you feel like I think people are starting to talk about it a bit more now? But you are you amazed by how much we underestimate the impact that simple exercise can have like going for a walk or you know (sighs) doing a program
1: yeah i mean i'm it's so cool especially in the last couple years i mean i've only been i guess in or around the industry for as a professional for the last like three and a half but growing up i mean gosh the way that fitness was packaged and sold for the last two decades was is disgusting and there's still we still have a long way to go but that said, there is a huge positive swing for the understanding that fitness is not about aesthetics. It's like wellness. Yeah. It's like, and that's not just physical. It's like mental and emotional well-being, meditation, like looking after yourself truly, and exercise, and the all of the research coming out with the endorphins that that releases and the, what that does for our mental health. Actually, physiologically, right? It's like not just opinions or feelings. Like, there's positive psychology is very real and neuroscience and all of these things are telling us that like yes like we got to do this like this is for real and and it's free and you can do it anywhere yes, like, yes. It's crazy. and no one can stop you
0: coming up it all started with screw the scale kelsey tells me why she posted that viral photo next pulse oh, 95 life beat. With Sally Musa, only on Pulse 95. It's Life Beats, and a special interview with Kelsey Wells. Here she talks her power program and why she decided to screw the scales. Talk to us about how you developed your power program now yeah. as well. So you went from literally somebody who couldn't do a sit up yeah. <laughs> to, to now developing this incredible program that has helped so many women across the world. Thank you. Um,
1: so my first program that I launched with sweat was post pregnancy, power post pregnancy. And that was born just purely, you know, my personal journey started postpartum and that I was very aware that there was nothing there needed to be something in the industry for that delicate phase of, I don't care if you're an Olympian, your body changes during pregnancy and delivery, and there's changes that need to be healed and attended to. So postural alignment, your pelvic floor, core strength, DR. Ooh, that it's pelvic like, floor. Yeah, it's like these things <laughs> need to be, you need to let your body heal while yeah. you safely reintroduce or start for the first time strength training. So that's kind of why and where that, that was came out of. And then with that, by the time I had launched that, I was obviously years postpartum. So I was very clear like when I signed with Sweat, so this is how they knew how I currently trained, like weight training. And I was like, so after this, I want to do, I want to show the world like how I train. And I want women to have the tools that they need to really maximize their time and effort in the gym and embrace weight training. And you know, there's so many stigmas around women with weights and even in the gym in general for so long. And it's like, no, no, like women, can weight train and deserve to weight train just as much as any man. you think
0: you're going to bulk up, you know, there's still that weird thing of, Oh, I'm going to look like a man. There's but you so know.
1: many misconceptions. And I think, well, first of all, I do. I always feel like I have to say this when this is raised. It's like the women who work hard to quote bulk or intentionally gain a lot of muscle mass. That is very hard to do. Betting <laughs> To do that healthily requires a ton of discipline and understanding of your nutrition and your training. And that's a sport. You have to go to extremes to actually look like that. You know, it's, it's, you can do it in a healthy way, but it's like, that's intention. Right. You're not just going to look like that overnight. And that's something that I very much respect. If that's your thing, you go for that girl. But like, for me, it's like, I wanted women to know weight training is a phenomenal option for everyday fitness. If you want to be active, you don't just have to be on a treadmill weight training, there's so much longevity in it. There's women training with power from 16 to into their eighties. It's like when you are using classic proven weight training exercises and techniques, you're going to strengthen your bone density. You help your metabolism. you, You strengthen your whole posterior chain, which eliminates knee issues, back issues, neck issues. It's just so good for your overall health. And so I wanted women to have this option and have a plan because if they're interested in going to the gym or interested in using weights where do you start hmm. you you shouldn't need to know where to start that's not your career your profession you just need to choose a program that's written by a certified professional that's written with intention and that's going to help you train your body evenly and in the correct ways and so you're not overtraining and All of the science that goes into my programming, which there's so much, it's all done for you. So that all you need to do is get the willpower and exercise the discipline to go and do it. Through all of this, uh, what you did, one of the most phenomenal things that you did was
0: the screw the scale. Thank you. Right? Yeah. And I love that you had those photos of yourself where you were like, I think 145 pounds yep. mm-hmm. and then 120, uh-huh. and then you were 140, but yeah. it was so
1: different My and body it was My changed completely.
0: Like, okay. So when you were 140, this is when you were like in the best shape of your life, but you know, it so much better than when you were 120 pounds. It's interesting. Is, yeah, I, Because we
1: fixated on that scale. So why, why was that up important? I thinking and I grew up wanting to be small. We so, all want to be small. Yeah. You know, I think, I think it's crazy to think, to see the parallels between again, the mental and emotional and physical, which you don't even know. But once I shed that and like, again, fitness taught me that it's like, I started my fitness journey and I was like, okay, cool, I'm going to set a goal weight. It's going to be 120 based on nothing. Like I'm five, seven almost. So that's quite thin for my frame. And that number just, it just means nothing. And I just thought, yeah, I'm going to do that. And then I'm going to also fit into my skinniest, tiniest pair of pants that I wore my freshman year of college. That's my goals. Why? Nothing, you know, nothing like I, but again, this was still when I was in that very toxic mindset with myself. So crazy. I, I lost weight and I hit that goal weight that was based on nothing. And I felt good. You know, I felt good because I was taking care of myself for the first time and because I was getting on this journey to positivity. But what happened was I started gaining weight and I started gaining muscle and I realized like I got on the scale and I had this complete breakdown. I'm like, Oh my gosh, like to my husband, I'm like, I'm going backwards. Like I'm, uh, what? I don't, What I don't know what's happening. Like I'm still exercising. Like I'm, I thought I was like doing better with my eating. Like I'm, but I'm gaining weight. Like what's going on? And he just slapped me with reality so hard and was like, Kelsey, you are happier than you've ever been. You are stronger than you've ever been. Like what are, like you do not see yourself right. Like this is absurd. And we took the photos and I lined them up and I was like, you hear like muscle weighs more than fat per volume, but it's like seeing the composition. I don't care. I don't care what number is on my jeans. I couldn't care less now. I don't care that I'll never fit into those old clothes ever again. Cool. Like I feel good. I'm strong. I have the ability to run and play with my child and the confidence to stand up for myself in a meeting and so many things that, that small me didn't have. And it's not about the size you can be healthy and strong at any size and at any weight. Your weight is not an indication alone of your, uh, how healthy you are. It's just not. So it's like, I needed to help women understand the lesson that it took me so long to learn. And it's just screw the scale, like focus on how you feel, focus on your abilities. If you want markers, how many push-ups can you do now to a year ago? You know, like, how high can you jump? Like pick, fun goals that you can work towards and build, you know, towards. It's not about numbers. Coming up,
0: Kelsey shares how her global community grew from nothing, and the one thing that she wants her son to have always. That's next.
1: You're listening to Pulse 95. Pulse
0: 95. Live beats with Sally Musa, only on Pulse 95. It is Life Beats on Pulse95 and my interview with mum and fitness trainer, Kelsey Wells. Here she shares how her global following of millions grew from nothing and the one thing that she wants her son, Anderson, to always have. For women who want to start, you know, in weight training, who haven't done it before, how is that different from weight training, say, for men?
1: or is it different? It's It's not. It's not. I mean, I truly, a squat is a squat. A deadlift is a deadlift. Like that's what's so cool. My programming is not weight training for women. It's uh, it's designed for women because I'm a woman and because I feel very passionate about helping empower women. And when I say that, I mean helping women empower themselves, right? Because I can't do that for them. I can just give them the tools. But my programming is kick-ass weight training programming, whether you're a man or a woman. So couples know? can do it. Absolutely. And I actually do have it together. quite a few. Yeah. I love all the time. I'll get messages or photos from couples doing it together and it's, it makes me so happy. That's it's amazing. amazing. So now, Anderson is five. Yes. So weird. <laughs> yeah, just like In my head. head, he's just always going to be my tiny baby. But,
0: <laughs> yep, he's five. So, you know, how? what have you learned throughout this journey of motherhood with him?
1: Wow. I mean, he teaches me every day. And that's just the truth. Like, children are so naturally present. And it's been so incredible to watch him go from like a toddler and a baby into like a little boy and the innocence with which he approaches the world and the pureness of what he likes, what he doesn't like. He doesn't apologize for his opinions. You know, it's like I just want to be more like him. You know what I mean? And with that, I want to protect that innocence. You know, I'm so, I don't stress so much about how balanced his diet is. Like, of course we're teaching him how to eat healthy, but it's more like, man, I don't, I don't ever want him to lose his love and passion for life. And, and I don't ever want him to feel ashamed for what he loves or who he loves or how he loves or, you know, all of those things that somewhere along the line I lost because we were all little kids and we all had that we all confidence that. and self love. And then somehow, yeah, it gets kind of tarnished away. And I think fitness is such an awesome way to, again kind of remember and get back to yourself and uncover i guess that little kid in you in a way or like remember how to be present in your life remember who you
0: truly are yeah as well so incredible i want to ask you just a bit you know about now that you've got millions of followers across the world you know what does that mean to you now What does that community that that (sighs) you've built up mean to you now and and the kind of stories of the people that that you've met along the way who've been impacted by your work
1: it's very surreal when i really think about it like that i don't because you don't look like someone who ever expected or wanted it to happen this way but it's just you're in it now yeah it's crazy i don't think i've ever shared this like ever but i have a very vivid memory of my husband and i when i first started like my fitness instagram I needed a safe place to connect with like minded women. I was going through some stuff in my personal life and I just wanted to help women where I was at and it was just I could have never I never wanted a following, never could imagine that. And after my one of my transformations was shared and I got I think it was like a thousand followers and I was just like, What on earth? Like, what is this? I couldn't even believe this. And my husband and I were laying on the living room floor and just laughing about something and I was like, Babe, do you think one day like how many followers would I need to have to to get a pair of free leggings? Like if we didn't have to spend money on on workout clothes, could you even imagine? And he kind of laughed. And we were just like, that was so far fetched. Like I was just like, oh my god, you know. And and it was it's just it's just so I'm just still that person, and I and I talk and I write the same exact way because it doesn't matter for me if it's two people or two million people because I'm talking. To you and I'm talking to me who I am now that woman who I was five years ago and I'm just talking to women as a woman I don't care who's reading it I don't care how many people it doesn't matter to me and when I started my account I had actually kind of taken a fast for my personal Instagram because it was just kind of toxic and I'd compare myself and I told Ryan I was like look with this I'm always gonna be myself I'm only going to say things that I actually mean. I'm not going to compare myself to people. And the day that I do any of those things or the day that I don't do those things is the day I'm done. And that's never been an issue for me. And I've always stuck by that. And that's why I don't, it's not that I don't care how many followers I have. It's like, I'm very grateful and very um, humbled by the reach that I've been able to reach, I guess, with these platforms. But I don't for a second think that it's about me because it's not. I'm, I guess, hosting a safe space for women to come and share. And I think that vulnerability breeds connection. And we're all so, traveling the world, the one thing I've realized is we are way more similar than we think as women. And man, when you open your heart about anything that you're going through, someone's gonna hear you that needs to hear you. And that connection is powerful. And I think connection can heal. And so whether you're in Dubai or Salt Lake City, Utah, or anywhere else around the world, I'm just super grateful and proud that my platform can be a safe space for that connection and that vulnerability. When I think of the size of the power community and the following, it's just like, yes, like we're, we're doing it, like, and we're just doing it together.
0: Well, we're so excited to see what's gonna come. Thank you. for you, Kelsey, just such a pleasure, such a, an amazing story and, we're so honored that you shared it. Oh, with thank us. you very much. No, thank you for taking the time. The incredible Kelsey Wells. Kelsey's power program is featured on Kayla Itzini's Sweat app. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 10 a.m.